You never know when you are one scroll or swipe away from having someone discover your work. What's going on? You're listening to episode 39 of the Perspective Podcast, and I'm your host, Scotty Russell of Perspective Collective. This show is all about showing up and pursuing your best work and overcoming those moments when you feel invisible. These are the things that I deal with each day, and I want to share what I learned along the way. It not only is helping me, but hopefully it's kind of putting things out there that you realize that you know there is a real human on this other side. There is someone who deals with the same shit that you deal with, and maybe it can inspire you to push through those hard times as well. And I want to keep this one short and punchy. So my new friend Shanley, Shanley signed up for the newsletter a couple weeks ago over at perspective-collectiveteam.com, and I've really put in the efforts to boost up the value that I give in my newsletter each week. Each week you will get uh, links to the podcast, the show notes where all the images are, I'll ask you a question of the week, I'll give you a book recommendation, and I'll also give you a dose of inspiration of who I think is killing it in the creative game right now. And Shanley recently joined the list, and in the onboarding process, I prompt you with a question, what's the biggest thing you struggle with with pursuing your creativity? And she responded back and said along the lines of what she struggles with the most is projecting defeat on herself. Like She wants to make money, she wants to be successful, but she has no idea where to start, and it's kind of paralyzing to her. And that's what this episode is about because I've totally been there. I know probably you have been there if you're not there right now. Regardless, this episode is for you if you feel the same way as her. So thank you so much. And if you have an idea or a topic that you want to talk about that can be on this episode and even share it anonymously, you can join the team over at perspective-collectiveteam.com. That's where you get direct access to me. And that's where you get the opportunity to steer the directions of future shows. You know, so it's really targeted. And if it's something I can help you with, then I'm going to turn it into an episode to talk about how I deal with things. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. Do you ever deal with the sense of projected defeat and tell yourself, I want to make money from my talents, but I don't know where to start or I don't know what I'm doing. Why start when I won't get anywhere? We all want to be successful, but this foreshadowed failure can stop you from even starting or sticking with it. How can you silence that inner critic and pick a road to start down? Honestly, I think the majority of us creatives have no idea where the hell we're headed, especially me. Each year for myself, the Rome seems to drastically change, but the hardest thing I ever did was start. Real talk. The hardest thing I've ever done was start and put myself out there as Perspective Collective, start sharing my work, start blogging, start podcasting, start public speaking. All that shit was terrifying and it was really hard. But the second hardest thing that I've done is sticking with all of this. Like That's the second hardest thing. With the defeated mindset, it makes it really hard for things to ever change and evolve if you don't take the first step and begin in a blind direction. You have to begin in a blind direction. You're never going to exactly know what you're supposed to do until you start doing something. I think when you've made up your mind that you have to be successful and make money off your creative pursuits, honestly, you're setting yourself up for defeat. 
In today's episode, I want to give you three ways to take the pressure off yourself as you pursue work that lights you up, you know, the work that's most important to you. The success, money, and recognition, I believe, are byproducts when you continue to show up and improve your skills. And the first one I want to talk about today is experimentation. I think it's safe to say that the majority of professionals that you and I look up to, they didn't start off immediately successful in their line of work. You know, maybe there's an anomaly out there. Maybe someone just was freaking amazing when they started putting pen to paper or started singing or writing. I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe there is. Maybe there's a a case here and there, but I feel most people just started off sucking ass at what they wanted to do. And I'd wager to say that your heroes probably started off with their work as a hobby and it blossomed from there. In my case, drawing was a hobby my entire life. And I vividly remember I was in like kindergarten in a class and I was drawing a dragon with these neon crayons, like orange and green. And I thought this shit was so dope. It was the sickest thing I ever did. And I was hooked at that age. But at the same time, I didn't think I was very good. You know, I I loved what it was. I loved how it made me feel, but I didn't think it was very good. And I didn't share my work at all growing up. Yet once I started sharing my work and experimenting with different mediums and styles over the years, I began to find my groove and my voice. And within the last couple years, I've been slowly getting paid to do it as well. Even today, I am constantly experimenting. I'm afraid to get stagnant and content with my skills as I believe that caps your potential. You can go over to my Instagram page. Look Scotty Russell up on Instagram and you'll see it. It's easier to just say it that way. But on my Instagram page, like every style seems to be different. There's really no consistency. And for me, I like that. I know that's probably breaking the law of Instagram. You need this curated feed, but I'm that's just not me. I can't commit to just doing one style each week. It's hard for me to do that. And that's why I want to keep experimenting. And I want to encourage you that you need to avoid the pressure of thinking that you need to be a Bob Ross or a Doyle Young right out of the gates. Treat your early stages of your work as a hobby that's just for you and nobody else. In episode six, perspective-collective.com slash six, I talk about clarity comes from dipping your toes in the water. And it's all about experimenting. So dip your toes in the water and experiment in work that you're not only good at, but you enjoy as well. And as you continue to dip your toes, maybe you find you like it. Maybe people are responding. Go a little bit more deeper in the water, you know, until you finally get to a point where you can just commit yourself and submerge yourself, dive right on it. Number two, find work you enjoy. This is basically the underlying message to my show, pursuing work that's important to you, finding work that you enjoy. For the longest time, I was doing client work that involved me trying to recreate other people's style. And if you ever get some kind of brief or some kind of request for something and they're just like, hey, you know, great work. We would love to hire you to do this design for us. Here are some references of other people's shit that we like. Can you emulate this stuff? And I'm not going to lie, that sucks. But I, I felt like I had to do that in the beginning to get used to client relationships and stuff. But for the longest time, it was really killing my desire to create for other people. And the other times 
I was creating to just please other people and jumping on trends, hoping people would like my work, you know, just trying to please people with my art and get followers, get retweets, shares, get features, because I was putting out work that I thought other people wanted to see. And sadly, when I was sharing this work that wasn't true to myself for clients or just work that I wanted to create, I slowly found myself becoming less satisfied, more frustrated, and more apt to quit. With the exception of client work, I encourage you to create from a place that is for you and nobody else. Pursue the road of chasing work that lights you up and that you enjoy. Number three, consistency and staying the course. Transforming that hobby into a successful creative career generally lands in two buckets. Being consistent and creating quality work over time. You know, there's probably a lot of other buckets, but for me, those are the two main ones I try to focus on and I want to convince you to focus on as well. By creating and sharing work you enjoy and are good at over time, you're bound to slowly attract an audience around it. And it will seem, especially in the beginning, that nobody's paying attention. And honestly, it's probably true. Remind yourself that you're not doing it for other people and that As Maddie Dawson in episode 37 says, you have to give it time to grow. Think about it. More people are getting access to the internet each day. This is just a fact. And as of April 2017, Instagram has over 700 million users. That is fucking bananas. And you know what that could mean for you? You never know when you are one scroll or swipe away from having someone discover your work. And it could be just by that one person who can open the floodgates of opportunity. You never know. Or you could get that one feature that puts you on blast in front of thousands of people who love this specific style and want to hire you. And you're boosting your odds significantly for this opportunity to happen when you continue to show up and put out your best work. So please, stop projecting creative defeat. I don't want to sound demanding, but it's true. I don't think you and I will ever completely silence that inner critic. I don't know if it's possible. You know, we're always trying to win the mind and win the day. But you and I can be mindful on how we approach our work, even with that inner critic still living within us. Putting pressure on yourself to be successful and make money from your talents is unnecessary, especially in the early stages. I think that's the quickest way to suffocate the joy from even starting or sticking with it. So when picking a road to follow, first off, experiment and treat your work like a hobby in the beginning. Second, enjoy the work you do and create for yourself. Three, stay the course and be consistent with sharing and improving your skills. I have a gut feeling if you follow these steps, you'll set yourself up for some pretty spectacular opportunities to come your way. Projecting defeat and foreshadowing failure is such a normal thing for creatives, I feel like, in any aspect of their career, especially those beginning or especially those who are having a hard time sticking with it. And I want you to know that it's all part of the process. The only thing in life that's certain to me right now is that I need to be doing this podcast. I know it's making an impact not only on myself, but on people like you. I have no idea which direction my art's going to go. I'm just going to keep following the steps that I told you. 
But that's the only thing that's certain for me. I don't know what the hell is going on. Each week and month and year is something completely different. And, you know, I'm just along for the ride and trying to enjoy the moment, celebrate small wins along the way. And that's what I want you to do, too. If you're finding value from this episode, one of the best ways that you can give back to the show is over at Perspective Podcast on Patreon page. You can donate $1, $3, $5 per episode, etc. I can't tell you how much this helps me out as I still do the day job. I have husband duties. I'm trying to do freelance to save up for a kid and pay off student loans. So, you know, everything I do is basically out of pocket right now. And as I mentioned, this is this is what I'm supposed to do in life. Every little bit helps me evolve the show, cover hosting costs, cover equipment costs, and make sure that I'm giving you the best show possible to not only make an impact on you, but to hopefully help other people who get stuck, you know, along their creative path as well. So that's over at Perspective Podcast on Patreon. It would really help me out. And I am so incredibly thankful for anybody who has helped support each episode over there. So thank you so much. It helps more than you could even realize. And I'm extremely grateful. If you want to find me online, you can find me over at perspective-collective.com or over at Perspective Podcast on Instagram is where I'm sharing your work as well as the weekly episode artwork for each show that I put out. So I make a drawing for each show and then I share your work too if you've been inspired by the show. And finally, I need to just give a huge thank you to Nick Jenkins for all the dope theme music that you hear on the show. You can find more of his work over at soundcloud.com slash bluka. That's B-L-O-O-K-A-H. And as always, I need to thank you so much for lending me your time, your existence, your ears. I appreciate you. I believe in you. And I want to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work, and keep creating. You got this. You got this.